Welcome to church. I am Destiny Peterson. Good morning. You can get involved by going to uh, our YouTube chat line, stuff like that. And whatever your questions and comments are, we'll get to them. And good morning again to everybody here. Hi, y'all. Good. Um, thank you all for coming. It's supposed to be high 70s today, right? But it doesn't feel like it. Maybe we'll come at about round five. Um, anybody have any questions or anything before I get rolling here? Is this your first time? Amazing. What's your name? Oh, TJ. CJ? TJ. TJ, thank you for coming. How did you find us? I've been following you for a while on the internet. Right on. And so you live here in LA? No, I flew in this morning from Atlanta. Georgia. Georgia on my mind. (laughs) And so, wow, so you brought those... uh, Georgia pralines. Wow, thank you. Yeah, and I can't wait to eat them. Awesome. I was going to eat them just now, but I didn't want to be spitting all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. You came a long way. Any questions or disagreement, anything? I had to write down some questions so I wouldn't forget. Good. I can wait. No, no, no. This is your time. Well, I I have a question um, relating to struggling with being emotional. Right. I sometimes I'll still um, get in my head right. about not. I've never married because I just chose not to. I didn't want to be with anybody who wasn't right for me or who didn't. You know, we weren't compatible, so. I didn't want to be married just to say I was married. So I chose never to be married or have children because I don't believe in children outside of wedlock. Right. But I get in my head about being lonely and being, I have worldly things, but sometimes I I just, it doesn't last long, but it does happen. And it makes me emotional. Oh, that killed the baby. Shoot the baby. No, don't shoot him. <laughs> Go ahead. So I, I'm just not really sure um, how to stop being so emotional, or or it, I, it bothers me that I, I get in my emotions about that. Oh, I see. What type of man do you want? Do we, are you looking for? What do you mean? You said you didn't want to marry the wrong kind of guy or something like that? Well, I... What is the right type of guy? Well, I attract beta guys. That's all out there. Yeah, I know. I know. And the extra beta. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in Georgia. In Georgia, they're extra beta, yes. Yes. Um, So you want to know how to overcome emotions and kind of stay away from them, right? Yes. Oh, good. The young lady sitting next to you want to answer first. Did you grow up in Georgia? No. Where you? Hi. I'm from I'm from Los Angeles by way of Pennsylvania, by way of Florida, by way of 
Atlanta. Wow. So. Were you on the Underground Railroad or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. When I say that the young lady next to you got to go in the house, do you know what I mean by that? Yes. What does it mean? She's with child. Yes. <laughs> you got to be black to know this stuff. Not true. That's right. They didn't know what I meant by that last Sunday when I announced it. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. You want to respond to how to overcome that emotions and... I don't think I'm qualified to answer this. Why not? Um, because I still succumb to my emotions. You do? In what way? Um, in the way that I still... Um, I, I feel like I owe... Uh, something to thoughts. So like if I have a thought where I'm feeling yeah. or a thought that's like I'm sad or whatever, I don't just look at it like it's a thought. I I owe it something. Yeah. I give it more life. Um, but I'm aware that I do that. So in some ways it's like I don't, I don't really um, act on the thought, but it does make me feel something. I right. still have a feeling with it. Yeah. But I try to just like I almost act like I'm not um, letting it control my behavior, um, but I I wouldn't say that I'm free of emotion yet. Um, so you get the thoughts, and sometimes you feel it, but you don't always act on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how do you feel about having the thoughts? We're getting the thoughts and feeling that way. Um, I think I think that's the main problem is that I judge myself for even having a thought, which is like the thoughts never go away. You just learn to observe them and see them like for what they are and that they're not your own. But um, sometimes I'll get a thought and then I'll judge myself for having a thought, oh, I even can... though it's not mine. Yeah. So I still like don't, I, totally I don't see the, differ the difference between the thoughts and me sometimes, but with a lot of thoughts, I do. I'm like, well, that's silly. And I just know that that's silly right but sometimes they're more believable and then i believe into them a little bit so. yeah i totally understand one good thing about you being pregnant is that you cannot leave mark now you're stuck <laughs> <laughs> it's just you're stuck right on mark M mark's trapped too <laughs> yeah you drop me right away <laughs> uh, gretchen want to respond and then i give you my thoughts on this <laughs> so she sometimes gets emotional and she wants to really overcome that and or what to do when that happens sure so for me personally um it really helps just to recognize that those thoughts are not my own and more that they're not my own but that any negative thought that i have is from the devil and i absolutely don't want to listen to the devil so that kind of just helps me ignore those thoughts kind of and push them aside um that's you know that's what i've been doing lately yeah. The one thing I want you to know is that you're growing, right? The real you is growing in the way that a child grows. And you've been living in those thoughts for so long, it seemed to be real. Because you escaped into them uh, as a way to survive the trauma that you were going through as a kid. And so you've been living by those thoughts. But now that you're waking up to them, you have to be patient and let yourself grow. When you, when you get the thoughts and you feel it, no big deal. Because now you know all thoughts are lies. 
no such thing as a true thought ever. And so you have to allow yourself to go through it. Just relax in the pain, knowing that you're in your head, and it'll pass. <clears throat> because the fact that you can see it is the light of God shining on it, and he's killing the darkness. He's overcoming that darkness for you. And so for a while, it's just going to be that way until you grow and grow and grow, and then they get further and further away. After a while, it won't be a big deal. But it's not personal. It doesn't mean that you are not growing. It doesn't mean that God is not with you. You are like a little child growing in the light of God. And so, that had a mic there. And so, if you, let's say that you feel real sad, you're all alone at home, Saturday night, you ain't got nobody, and all the girls going out, slutting around, right? And you feel the same. You say, oh, look at you. You're so holy. You have nobody, right? And you believe it. You feel it. Let's say you start cheering up about it or something. Just let that happen, but don't judge it. Because you can't control. Whatever you try to control will control you. So let yourself go through that. Get up and watch your face and go your way. And after a while, you get stronger and stronger and wiser and wiser. It'll be amazing. But you got to let it happen. There's nothing you can do. But don't hate that it's happening. Don't judge yourself. That makes sense? It does. Yeah. It so does. it's going to happen because you've been living in imagination for so long. Right. And the one thing for sure and without a doubt, every thought <clears throat> is a lie. Every thought is a lie. No such thing as true thought. I believe that. Yeah. So just relax and let yourself grow. All right. I had one other question. Absolutely. I, on Christmas Day, I flew to um, Florida, and I forgave my mom. And How did that go? Just like you said, um, <laughs> in that, you know, I was shaking in my boots, um, but it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. But it became uncomfortable when she, when she said the words, exactly what are you forgiving me for? Yeah. And right then, your voice sort of clicked and things that you've said over the years that I've followed um, in that I expected her to make it about herself. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. And she explained that it was for our benefit that she left, left, separated us from me, my sister, from my father. And I tried to say that that was a, our relationship has nothing, my father and me has nothing to do with you. Right. So you took over where I couldn't, and that wasn't fair to me. But I forgave her and, and the resentment that I had. But she, the look on her eyes almost changed in that she was so defensive and the what was happening was anger yeah it you, was really <coughs> angry you saw satan i've never seen <coughs> that look in her eyes before yeah, yeah. She, it, something flipped and it was almost <laughs> if she could have hit me it was almost like she w w would choke me you know that was satan 
I didn't want to believe it. And just imagine you had to grow up with that. Mm. That's why you escaped, escaped into your imagination. Mm. Because your father didn't help you with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I, I sort of carried a... I felt like I walked away with maybe, do I need to go in for... Because I'm... I was indifferent or... I, I don't know if I had a little bit of anger that she made it all about her. And he was this <coughs> and he was that and... He beat me, and he abused. You told Hobbo to beat me. Yeah. <laughs> right, and I mean, but she and she said, "Well, I just knew he was gonna beat you guys because he beat his other kids." And I looked at her and I said, <laughs> "What?" And I found out that we are a product of an affair. I never knew that. Wow, amazing. He was married. And she waited until now to say that we are a product of an affair. And I, I just thought, you know what? I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even going right. to fight this. I'm done. I That's forgive right. you. And I just wash my hands. There you go. I'm, 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 I'm over it. So I guess I felt like. I wanted to make sure that I didn't need to go back and no, say anything. No, be done. Okay. Yeah, forgive her. She literally can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you do not get, need to go back. Okay. All right? And Satan will tell you that, oh, he didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. You got angry because she did not. But as long as you forgave her, move on with your life. Don't believe that it has not happened. All right? Every thought is a lie. So, no, no it's too risky to go back. So, don't go back. And how about your father? Oh, um, he, he, was, um, he was a murderer, and so he murdered a couple of people. Oh, cool. And <laughs> not cool. So, um, he was... What is it like being having a murderer, Danny? You know you could what? be at school and people say, oh, my dad is a doctor. My dad he is was? a lawyer. My dad is a murderer. <laughs> my daddy was Mr. Rogers. So, That's I mean, right. You know, I, I, um, I never, my mother never really even allowed us to talk about him or even question who he was. So if we ever brought up who's, my father, she would immediately just go ballistic. So yeah. it wasn't until I was out of the house and out of the military that I was even able to bring him up. That's amazing. So, Where is he now? He's dead. Oh, he died? I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. He, he, they killed him in prison. Oh, he did? He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> So, anything else on your pat? Oh, um, oh, I, I have, I think you've answered it, but I wrote, um, you said um, women today are different in character from when you grew up. Right. So, how can I change my character um, 
Is that is that just returning to the Father? Yes. That when you mean? repent for hating, meaning that you stop judging yourself and others, God will develop your character. No thing or person can do that. It comes directly from Him. That's why when you have hatred in your heart, you have no character. You're an immoral person, out of control, right? But once you return to the Father, to God, He would develop your character. I used to be a low life. Really, I was like a low life. If you had met me in Georgia, you would not marry me. <laughs> right, right? But I'm not that way anymore. It's so amazing. I'm surprised I'm not that way. It changes. He changes you. That's why parents have to be perfect parents so the kid can see the way to grow. It's not what you say. It's your spirit. It's the character. So only God would do that. Just don't hate. All right? Anything else? That's it? All right. Well, if anything else pop up, let me know. You came a long ways. And uh, so you, this is your day. All right? How long are you going to be in L.A.? I'm flying out as soon as the, I just flew in just for this. Wow. This is really your day. (laughs) (laughs) So if anything else comes up, let me know. Are you doing the silent prayer? I do the silent prayer. That was another question. Thank you. I, yeah. I, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but I, I sometimes get jumbled. Like there's so much activity going on sometimes, and it's it's a lot of a lot of thoughts are coming in. Yes. Like what do I need to do tomorrow? And what do I got to make sure I go shopping? I got to make sure I do this paper or I've got to finish this project and, and I, I find myself getting just like drifting away. No big deal. Just relax and come back and do what's in front of you. Really. It's just a setup. Just let it all go and just do what's in front of you. If you're washing dishes, wash dishes. Mm. When you finish that, do what else that needs to be done one step at a time. It's so amazing. All right. Just doubt every thought. Amazing. Anybody else? <coughs> All right. Nobody have any questions coming right here. Thank you, Jesse. Um, a question regarding, uh, I've heard you say on your show various times, it's like um, when we die, we don't know where we go. It's, that's God's, right. God's choice. Can you hear people say, Uncle Joe died. I know he's in heaven. He's with the Lord. They don't know. Right. We don't know. We hope. We have faith. That's why we try to do it right, right now, and hope that God's mercy will take us in up there. Well, if you truly are born again, the part this is the part I don't, I don't get. Right. I don't, I don't think <clears throat> so if you truly are born again, if you've repented, admitted you were wrong for judging and playing God, Return to the Father, forgiven those that need, you need to forgive, and then start acting right, doing right, you know, being right. Right. And then you live 30, 40 years, or however long God gives you. How do you not see that you're going to end up with God? After because that? God knows the heart. Right. And the heart is really wicked. And so he decides uh, who he want to let in up there or not. 
Okay, so but you're saying that even when we're born again, we can't see. We don't really see that. We see we see that we're no good. You see that right. by watching, right? But our hearts are so wicked. Only God can know. Right. So even really though down in the deep heart of the person. Okay. So that, that just that's why that, you want to do it right now. You don't wait. You don't want to wait until you die and think you're going to heaven. You. We have a chance to do it right, right now while we live. Right. So if we're and doing... And then we have hope that... Okay. That's what faith is, that if you should die, even though I'm never dying, if you should die, he'll bring you up. So if you, you know, you say that you've been living born again, uh, being right, doing right, and being an example for others in your ministry uh, and, your, and the bond work, you still don't know that you're going to heaven? No. I hope I am, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Are you going to heaven? Yes. How do you know? Uh, be because I've repented and been born again. But how do you know you're going to heaven? I just know. I'm sorry? I just know. But how do you know? I know like I'm sitting here talking to you. Okay. See, that's the so, part I don't see. And I, and I, it's not an so argument. I'm, you... I'm not arguing with you. I, I just don't. I don't understand. If I should go up there and I look down and I see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I hope to see you there. Yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I don't know for sure. Okay. I accept your answer. All right. Anybody else? Yes. <clears throat> so um, I have some super chats and questions. Okay. Kanan McGee asks... What do you, does Jesse mean when he sometimes says that all fathers love their children? They do. Does that mean that fathers who still have anger in their hearts because they haven't overcome their mothers still have love to give? They want their kids, yes, they do. When they, uh, just because they're fighting with the wife or the mother of the kids, they still want their kids. It's not like they don't want their kids. They just don't want the woman anymore. <clears throat> they don't want the woman, but they want the kids. That's why fathers take it so hard. They really take it hard when they lose their kids. They don't let you know that they're going through that, but they are taking it hard. Now, they don't have the kind of love that they should have had. They still have to overcome mama, but they still want their kids. Um, Sing, Pray, Love asks, if Jesus is not God, how can he forgive sins? And she also adds, and by the way, I see why we must love our earthly fathers they're the example of God's love on earth. All right. Well, nothing that Jesus did was on his own. It was the Father working through him. So when we forgive others, it's not like we are forgiving them. God is forgiving us as we forgive them because we are admitting that we are wrong for hating. So we're not going to hold anything, but it's God working through us with all things. Absolutely all things. So amazing. All right. One more. Real fast. Uh, Blockchain asks, can we somehow help our beloved ones get closer to God? How yeah. Sh- how should we go about just leave, then suffer and die? <laughs> Become an example. Christ was an example, right? So when you saw the son, you saw the father. And so some of your family members, are they're going to see that in you. Some will see it and hate it. Others will see it and say, wow, I want that. I noticed that you don't get mad. I noticed that you seem to overcome 
all things. You don't worry. Then you can tell them. You can point the way for them. But they'll see it in you. They really will. All right? So let me tell you this. Um, <clears throat> the one thing I've come to realize is that parents today are not teaching your sons and daughters how to be independent while they're growing up. For some reason, you're teaching them to go to college. You're preparing them for college, but you're not preparing them to live a life when they become 18 or whatever and go out into the world. And I'm hearing a lot of these young men saying they're afraid to leave home because they're afraid that they won't make it. Have you heard them say that? And mama tells them to stay home, save your money. And they stay home and save money because they are afraid to uh, move out on their own. When I never, that never occurred to me when I was 18. When I turned 18, I never once thought that I wasn't going to make it. I didn't really know what making it meant. I wasn't thinking about making it. I knew I was going to get a job. I knew I could pay my rent because when I was growing up, I was taught to work. You have to teach your kids to work and be responsible while growing up. Uh, then when they get 18, they have the confidence that they can take care of themselves, really. It's so abnormal to think at 18 and on that you can't take care of yourself. I don't even know. I would kill myself if I thought that way. Don't kill yourself, though. <laughs> All right? But that's like, you're supposed to, I've seen so many 18, 19, 20, and on young men, especially men more so than the women, who are afraid to leave home, and you ask why. I don't know if I can take care of myself. What does that mean? Don't let the ladies know you feel that way, all right? Because that's a, I mean, I wouldn't want to live that way, not knowing how to take care of myself. Get two or three jobs. But the parent, it's the parent's fault that they don't train you up to be ready as an adult, but they prepare you for college. And so many kids are dropping out of college now because they don't like it, uh, it's boring, they're becoming drug addicts and things like that. But when they drop out, they end up back home with the parents and they are not able to make it. That's evil. Teach your kids to work while they're growing up. Make them work around the house. And when they get of age, make them get a job. All right? Don't do that to your kids. Any questions about that? All right. Um, one other thing I want to tell you. Um... In life, when you become an adult, you're not a kid to your parents anymore. You're not your mother's baby. You're not your daddy's baby. So when you're around your parents, you are adults. You're not, if you feel like a child when you're around your mother or you're around your father, it's because you hate them. And that hatred, that anger has prevented you from growing up and becoming an adult. All right? When I overcame my anger and I was around my parent, I didn't feel like a kid anymore. And I didn't know I didn't feel that way. I just didn't remember. I, I used to, when I was around them, even as an adult, especially my mother, if she said something, I feel like all weak on the inside. But you're equal to your parents now. You're their peers. You're not their children. So if you feel that way when you're around them, you need to speak up. And don't be afraid to speak up. Because you're not a kid. When you're 18, you're grown. All right? It's okay to be grown because if you don't deal with your parents in that way, 
when you go out into the world, you're going to deal with other people that way. You're going to act like a kid. You're going to be afraid. I don't feel like I'm a child to anyone. I treat everybody the same now. I was on a radio show on Friday. Um, I was invited on this show. The host name was, what was her name? Hermes? I think it was Moletta or something? Molette Green. She's a black woman, and I guess she has some connection to her, or Howard University or Sirius Radios, one of those stations. And so they wanted, they invited me on to explain why I say a man should never marry an educated woman. Don't marry. So they, they black. They wanted to know, well, what do you mean by that? So they had the host on. Is it Molette Green? Yes, it is. And who were the guests that were there too? Give him the mic. Both the guys just holding the mic. <laughs> so there was a woman on, a guest woman on by the name of Carissa. So it was, Millette Green was the uh, the co-host. She wasn't even the real host. Oh, okay. She was a co-host. Right. And they didn't tell us that the regular host would be out. They told us that. The host would be there, and you'd be on with these three other women, three strong, educated women. Three strong women. Do you want me to tell why, why you were on? Or you... Well, who was the other two okay. that was there? Um, the other one, her name is Sharice Jordan-Jackson. She was a former reality show uh, person on House, Real Housewives of the Potomac. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that show, but the Real Housewives show, they're all over the... You guys familiar with that show? They're in Atlanta, New York, and they have one in the Potomac. Okay, and the other one is uh, Dr. Michelle Day. She's got like three or four different degrees. Anybody heard of her, Michelle Day? Oh, amazing. That's it. So why was I there? Okay, so Jesse had talked about uh, why men shouldn't marry uh, educated women or w- women with several degrees. He talked about it um, in the context of a, a Republican uh, a congressman that has stepped down. Uh, he was married to this woman that was on MTV's um, Real World. Anyways, so they're a couple now. They've got like nine or ten kids. She just had a baby, and he left Congress to basically go home and take care of the babies and all that kind of stuff so she can do her thing. So the man quit Congress so he can become the woman, and the woman's still working. <laughs> go figure. A Anyways, woman don't want a man like that, but anyway, go so ahead. So they got wind of his comments, and we started getting calls from different people saying, you know, does he really believe that men shouldn't marry educated women? And so these, they, these, uh, this particular show got a hold of it, and they wanted him to come on to basically defend it. It really was a setup. They are going to try to ambush him and, yeah. and go after him. And so I, I rushed to the phone to do this interview, right? <laughs> I'm like, Yes! There is a God. And so the lady brings me on and she introduced me about the comment. She didn't really introduce me about what I do a lot, right? She black. And uh, <clears throat> so she played the statement where I said men should marry, uh, don't marry women with degrees. And then she asked me to explain it. And I said, yeah, that's right. I said, because women have big egos. And when they go to college, their egos get bigger. And they will not make for a good 
wife or mother because they think it want to be like a man and so the competition is there. Right away she's like, doctor, what do you think, doctor? They bring on the doctor, right? And the doctor like, well, <clears throat> I'm uh, my husband and I just boys and I'm a good mother. I raised amazing kids. Oh my Lord. <clears throat> and then I said, that's not true. <laughs> and then I said, what you don't realize the spiritual order of God in Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, woman over children. And women can't raise children alone because they have no love. It has to come down through the Father, from God, through the Father, right? Ooh, I can just feel the heat. My phone was like hot in my hand. And then she asked another one of the ladies, what do you think about that? And they were going on and on. And this woman said something about, I can't remember all of it. We're going to play it hopefully tomorrow on the show. She said something about um, she was a Christian woman or something like that, right? And I said, no, Satan is the woman's God. I says, God is the man's God, and Satan is the woman's God, and that's why they need their fathers, and they need the husband to help them overcome. It was over. <laughs> Next day I knew I was off air. I'm like, hello, hello. <laughs> it was just gone. And... um <clears throat> The other woman was starting to explain uh, she and her husband's situation. And she was like, you know how the women talk badly about the men, but they don't say what they do, right? And I was going to respond, well, I can't believe you because women don't say what they do. But they had hung up on me so fast. And I would call her back. I'm like, let me call back. I knew they had hung up. Let me call back. They would not answer the phone. They hung up on me. Strong women. <laughs> Strong and what did they say to you when you asked why? Irma's said it all. Up. At first, they claimed they didn't hang up on you and that they were going to call you back. So I was communicating with the producer, and um, they just left it like that. But I heard the, the host basically say, we're not going to put up with those kind of comments. And so I knew at that point they had hung up on you. But if I could add, you know, we put out an announcement right before the show that they take calls and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they gave us... The phone number for the call, and it turned out that wasn't even the right number. So Amazing. they didn't want us, they didn't want your, you know, your supporters to call in ahead of time. So we ended up getting the real number after the show started. And then lastly, I thought it was interesting that they actually made your point by hanging up on you. Yeah. Because one of the you know, things you say is guys don't want to put up with these educated women. Some of them, they don't want to listen. They think they know it all. They were living it out. As yeah, I was that's, that's what they did. <laughs> They were ab-living. But it was fun to do it. And I made that point because I want you to know, once you overcome your anger, you're not going to have fear. You're going to only have love, and your whole desire is to wake up somebody. When you speak to anyone, you're doing it out of love, not to hurt them. You're going to be honest, but it'll be from love, and you're just going to want them to wake up because you're going to be free it's so amazing, and you want them to serve the same father that you're serving. That's the whole thing, but they can't handle it unless they're seeking as well. All right? Yes, ma'am? Okay. Um, oh, thanks. Hi, I'm Natasha. Hi, Natasha. Is this your first time? It's my first time. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. That's amazing. How'd you hear about us? 
Well, I just came pretty blindly because my brother here, he follows you. Right on. And uh, I was just doing nothing and he said, you like, what the? Where am I? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, there's, I feel like there's a lot of guys in here, less girls. But uh, what, you, what, you, what you just said, you know, it just reminded me of the show, The Handmaid's Tale. Not sure if you watched it or if it's your no. favorite show right. either. But uh, no, I was just curious. I, I did not get your point. So you think women should not be educated and they shouldn't go to college? Is that is that is that the bottom line, the gist of the whole thing? I, if they're not planning on getting married, if they're not married, I guess they can go. Because if you're not married, you got to take care of yourself. Either learn a trade or get a job and take care of yourself. But it's not good that women go to college, especially now, because the instructors are turning them away from men even more so. And so that's why a lot of them are not getting married. They're getting older, and they regret not getting married. They're listening to the lie. But women who are educated, they have, women have major egos anyway, but the ego goes through the roof, and they would not make for a good wife and mother because they're going to want to go to work, they're going to want to be just like the man, and it's not going to work. I'm actually so baffled. I just don't know what to say. You're baffled? I am baffled because uh, I feel like this is, in a way, we're just going backwards, not wanting to educate our daughters. You know, I have a daughter. I'm a mother. And, I, you know, if I can never tell her, hey, if you want to be married or if you want to be a mother, you shouldn't think of going to college. Right. You know, that's actually absolutely heartbreaking, like how you think only men belong in colleges if they want to be a spouse someday. Well, I don't necessarily think that men belong in college, colleges either. I think that they need to be taught to work while they're growing up. And are, you, are you against colleges? Nowadays I am because Satan runs them. They're no good. So but they should go to a good trade school. Basically, college is not school. for either men nor women. You're just <clears> against <throat> college, not just college for women. I mean... Um, if you got to have them, it's best for the men. And um, women can learn to be a nurse, you know, stuff like that. And, but if you plan to get married, you should be ready to, for your family. I think, I think women can learn to be anything, to be honest. And they can be wonderful mothers and spouses and go to I've college never seen and do one. everything. What? I've never seen one. Well, I guess you don't read enough or you don't know enough. No, you sure, can't believe what you read. Why do you think there's so much happening right now? I really, I really hope all the men in this room would believe that women also deserve to go to college. Thank you very much. That's all I have to say. That's all you have to say? Yeah, I, I, I really, as a woman, you know, having... Uh, being, are you married? Being, what? you married? Correct. You're married? Happily married you with have a child. Kids? I do have a child. Where's your husband? He is taking care of my child while I I'm here. I guuarantee you he ain't happy. Well, I'm glad. I'm actually, I'm actually glad he's not here. But whatever. You know no, what? You, that, you cannot, you cannot here, make so you that one assessment for my daughter, for, the, for, for every woman, for all women who are my sisters in the sisterhood. I really, I really, want, them, I really want them to always have equal opportunity, not, not think that just because they're, they're are, that they're women, that somehow they are less than and they can't go to college. You well, know, I completely, women, women are just as intelligent, and I'm so glad that we're living in this day and age that you know, women are doing greater things than ever before in every field, and I really would love when my daughter grows up that she can do anything that a man can do. Thank you. Your daughter would never be able to do what a man does. 
Now, she can imitate it, but it would never be asked a man would, can do it. Well, it would be a false imitation of it. But um, um, what do you think your brother is thinking about you right now? He brought you here to try to help you. I'm just thinking about what I'm thinking, and that's all that really matters is yeah. what I am thinking because I have my own brain. Thank you. You do? Where did you get those brains from? But let me ask, do you believe in God? I do. I do believe in God. Like, are you, are I, you I, a Christian? I, I actually would like to just, that was all I wanted to talk about. I know, I but not, we're having fun. I, I do are not you wish to participate further. I just wanted to voice as much as I wanted to voice on that one discussion. I just do not wish to go any further. I'd oh, like to okay. hold my peace from this point. Thank you so much. What do you think about that, brother? Uh, what? What should you just say? In particular, just how she's saying it. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking. Uh, Are you I, surprised your sister feel that way? Think that way? No, not really. Oh, you're not? She's like this from when I was a kid. So. She what? She was always like this from when I was a kid, so I've been watching this. Oh. So you're not surprised that she thinks men and women are equal? No. Oh, you're not surprised? Oh, like, okay. I know that she thinks that way, and oh, that's why I got her here to try to help her. Yeah, and what to help her do what? Uh, get her life together, I guess, in yeah. some sort. Yeah. Can I? Can I just say? Can I just say? Just can we just hey, continue hey, with hey. this? Yeah. I'll come back to you in a minute. Let me go back to your brother. Um, are you? Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Just recently, actually. What, what happened? Well, I expected her to act out and get emotional about it, but she just said, thank you. So I was like, oh, okay. This turned out better than I thought it would. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I thought she would at least ask me why am I saying that, but she didn't even do that. So I was like, right maybe on. just leave it. I was doing it for myself. So Yeah. How about your father? I tried to, but I haven't spoken to him in a while. Because I didn't grow up with him, and he's back in India. Oh, I see. And I tried getting in touch with him, but I couldn't. So. Uh, okay. Are you nervous now? A little bit. Yeah, I hear it in your voice. You're like, uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, don't be nervous, man. You're fine. Um, are you living on your own? Yeah, be like your sister. Like a what? I said be like your sister. Don't be nervous. That's right. Don't be like your sister, but don't be nervous. <laughs> he doesn't want to be like a woman. He wants to be like a man. Let her have the voice. So uh, are you on your own, living on your own? I just moved away from my mom and my stepdad. So right now I'm living with my sister and her partner. Yeah. Your sister and her boyfriend? Yeah. And so how old, how old are you? I'm 23. Get out of there. I'm trying. That's yeah. the plan. Uh, I thought you said you were married. I am. He just married. said it's your boyfriend. I am, I am married. I am you married. You have a boyfriend and a husband. What's that? <laughs> yes, I do have a boyfriend and a husband and another boyfriend, too, on top of that. Ooh. Yeah. Get out of there, man. I'm trying. <laughs> What's your problem? I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I'm still here. Really I, still, I still believe in God, and I still no. believe I'm going to heaven. Yeah, she well, they've been living together as husband and wife, but I don't think they've legally gotten married. Oh, okay. Um, why don't you get a job and get out? 
I just moved here a week ago, and I'm trying to get a job. Oh, I see. You just moved here to Los Angeles? Yes. Oh, you're trying to find a job? Oh, okay. I'll keep my eyes open for you, too, okay? Make sure we have your contacts. Because so, sometimes people call looking for employees. Thank you. And uh, we'll try to help you. Any questions about anything? Not right now. Okay. Is your boyfriend a beta male? At times, I guess. <laughs> the fact that they're not married is beta. Right? So what is it? I'll make sure that I show him my marriage certificate the next time. But that's cool, though. That's cool. But whatever. It's my, it's, my, it's my issue, my life, my personal life. It's not up, up for debate. Neither, like, every single one of, every single person sitting here has their own history. That's exactly why they're in this room, not to be, like, picked apart and, and, and scrutinized over it. Okay? And it was just one opinion that I gave. And you want to dwell so deep into who am I and where exactly that thought is coming from. It was just a very, you know, it was, it was, it was just a very direct question that I asked you. Do you believe women uh, uh, don't deserve to go to college? That's all I ask. And you Not say you don't believe in college. And to deflect on that, your very point, you want to jump into my personal life. Who am I? What am I doing here? Where, where, where do I come from and who I'm married to? It's actually none of your business. You're you just not have married. to answer the question. It's none of your business. It's none of it's 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 actually none of your business. My personal life, but I'm married. Who am I? But you're it's not actually, married. Actually, I, what? You're not married. It's none of your business. No, you're not married. I already have your business. And you know what? No, you don't believe that women need uh, deserve education. Neither do you believe that men need to go to college. You just want everybody to be illiterate and go backwards. That's you. No. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Alright. Um, so I got any questions about anything? No? Yes? I think you're correct when you say if women are going to have children, they need to be staying home. Yeah. Um, if you're going to be popping children out, why are you sending them off to have somebody else raise your kids? That's right. Why? That's what right. is the point of that? It's crazy. It is lazy. If you're going to have children, be woman enough and raise your children. Right. Don't send them to a daycare center where half of those kids are being murdered because they're not being taken care of properly. Yeah. Don't send them to a school that is nothing but liberal bias and teaching children to hate our president. What Our job as parents are to raise our children. That's right. Absolutely. It doesn't That's take a village God. to raise the children. It takes... Um, a, a woman and a, and a father. Yeah. yeah, it takes a mom and a dad. That's all it needs. So, don't have children if you're not going to raise them. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, my biblical question for this week. I'm looking at the clock now. We got to move a little faster. What does it mean to be a Christian? Did you guys hear the biblical question on the radio this week? Oh, okay. What does it mean to be a Christian? What do you say? Are you a Christian? Yeah. What does it mean to be a Christian? Uh, you believe in Jesus. Um, you do what's right. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. I can't wait to tell you what James said. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask James again. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't hear the show? You sound like James. <laughs> what does it mean to be a Christian from the hate report? It means you're like Jesus. <laughs> it means you're like Jesus. What does it mean to be a Christian? 
Amaya. Did James say to be like Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something close to it. Like, uh, to be a Christian, you, well, we're made of God image. So as much as we resemble God, the better Christians we are, the way we conduct and carry ourselves and the way we live our lives, the more we resemble God or his purpose, how he wants us to live, the better Christian we are. Are you reading it up there somewhere? <laughs> no. I'm what gathering, are you reading it up there? I'm, I'm just gathering my thoughts by picking a point to look at. Oh. And are you a Christian? Christianity is my religion, but uh, I'm not a good, a good Christian. No. You're not a Christian? I'm not a good Christian. You're not a good one. You, you want, but you're not good. That's a good one. That's my religion because I was born into Christianity. Like, right. Same way I was born in my own race. or, in certain, But that's, that's the religion I accepted, but I'm not a good example of a Christian. What does it mean I'm not a good Christian? I'm a Christian, but I'm not a good one. I'm not a good example. It's, uh, the way I live my life is not uh, doesn't really meet the Christian standards. What's the to, Christian standards? Christian standards? Well, one thing is that I sin, and I would assume that a Christian won't sin. Uh, so as a Christian, you're still sinning? Yeah, I don't know if I'm Christian. but So meaning that you still hate? No, I, I catch myself judging sometimes. Oh, okay. I don't see too much hate. All right, all right. Victoria, what does it mean are you, to be a Christian? I honestly don't know because I'm, I'm not a Christian. So, But I did have a question for you. Yes. Um, last night, I felt like led to read the Bible. And kind of just said, okay, God, like, whatever you want me to read, just yeah. let me open it. Right on. <laughs> and um, when I did, there was some stuff in there that is directly related to my life situation right now. Um, but I had more of a question about, I believe it was Ecclesiastes, where it says that everything is meaningless. Everything is what? Meaningless. It is so true. And I wanted to get your interpretation of that because it said that God created money, work, food, drink. I think it said family. I'm not really sure. Right. Um, but it said that he created all of these things for man to enjoy it. Like it was a, obviously a gift from God. But that everything is meaningless. Going to work is wow, meaningless. I was just thinking that yesterday <laughs> driving down the road. I'm so, looking around me. I'm like, wow, look at all this stuff. These buildings, because they're not looking for a building for us. And I'm thinking, wow, it's so amazing. This stuff is nothing. It's just here today and gone tomorrow. And people worry about stuff like that. They kill themselves over that. They commit suicide over nothing. Really. But it's, Francisco want to respond first, and then I'll finish that. Okay. But it is so true. And you're going to start seeing it. What I want you guys and ladies to know, just relax. You are growing. And he's changing you from uh, the world. And you'll be in it, but not of it. You'll see, wow, I can't believe I went through all that stuff over nothing. Just worried about nothing. It's crazy. Yes, Frankie. So I think that verse is... Uh 
comes from the book of Ecclesiastics. Right. And um, I think Solomon wrote that. Uh, he's the wisest man that ever lived. And he had benefit of all, you know, great wisdom and knowledge and became very wealthy. And he would do a lot of things, build everything. And um, he realized that everything that he was doing was for nothing. One of the verses is called uh, All is Vanity a, a, and All is Vexing, that everything didn't matter. Um, and and the only thing that he would build was, a, was you know, he would build things and, and do things, but they really didn't matter at all. Yeah, That's when he realized that. Don't identify with this stuff, with people, places, and things. It means nothing. It's here today and gone tomorrow. The real thing is living by the light of God within you, being a son or daughter of God. That's more important than anything else. And you can't make that be important either. You just need to know you need God, right, to return home. And you will see that all this stuff is just here today and gone tomorrow. If you lose your apartment today, no big deal. You know, if you don't freak out, another one will be there. Another way is made. If you break up with a relationship, no big deal. You know, don't freak out over it. Stay calm. It either work yourself out when you're back together or you're not. If you don't identify, don't attach yourself to anything because it's here today and gone tomorrow. <clears throat> That's why I tell people when they start businesses, and by the way, uh, in our entrepreneurial academy, the last step of the class, the guys have to buy a house or a piece of land or something. So one of the guys who approved the other day, you know, he has to get, I guess you go and apply for credit rating first. So he's going to be getting a house soon or an apartment building or something. And another guy's working on it. But it's nothing. You have it. You're grateful. That's it. That's why once you really wake up, you hear me making jokes about all this stupid stuff that people get upset about. Mm -hmm. Because I can now see, and I know how they feel because I would be that way too. It used to be that way, right? But I see it's all about nothing. It's just as Satan in their state of anger has convinced them that it's a big deal. So if you're a drug addict, right? So I'm a drug addict. But don't freak out over being a drug addict. But know that you want to overcome being a drug addict. And just knowing it, the light of God will change it. It really will change. It'll be taken away from you. After a while, you just don't feel like doing drugs anymore. You know what I'm saying? And you find, you find yourself, wow, that's cool. I don't want to do drugs. It will take it away from you. And you're not relying on something else physical to save you from it. So now you're not addicted to something else. Because now that has been taken away. Everything, nothing is important. Okay. <clears throat> because, not, I, okay, what I got from the reading was that everything is meaningless because, like, every single one of us is going to meet the same fate. Um, meaning I can't take my house with me. I can't take my business, my job, anything. I can't even, I can't take my hair with me either. Like, I can't take anything. You can't so, take your hair? No. I mean, it'll be in the casket or whatever, oh, okay. but... <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be, you know. But um, I think that was what... That's the clarity that I needed because I got that it's meaningless because you're not going to take it with you. Is it your relationship with God? That's the only thing it you can take? It's meaningless in that you shouldn't attach yourself to it. 
while you okay. live, don't attach yourself to anything. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, in the Bible somewhere it says something like we have once to die and once to live. So when you die, you're suffering. Satan control you. You're insecure. You have fear. You have worry. You have doubt. You're lonely. You're sad, right? But once you overcome that, now you have a chance. You're living. And so when you start living, live to the fullest. Just enjoy your life. Live to the fullest. And it's so amazing. That's why, um, because when you're living to the fullest, you're not attached to anything. You can take it or leave it. Your feelings don't get hurt. You can be alone and not feel anything about it. Have as much enjoy being alone as you would with a crowd. It just, everything changes. But don't be attached to it. Don't ide identify with it at all. That way, when you break up with your husband, you don't have to be at the dock of the bay watching the tile go away, you know? Because, okay. And if you, made, if you did something wrong in that relationship, wow, that was stupid. I should have done that. Mm. Apologize for that and move on. Gotcha. That makes sense? I do think I'm getting more clarity on it. Um, I didn't want to think too much about it. I just wasn't sure, like, if it's meaningless, what is the purpose of success Well, you not that? to identify with it. So have it, but don't, I mean. No big deal. You're just grateful that you have it, that the Father's mm -hmm. taking care of you, but that's not where your identity comes from. Because okay, it's here today, it's going to change. You got yeah. something else tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if you identify with it, you don't want to let it go. I got you. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. you, you started your business, right? Mm -hmm. How's it going? Um, thank you for asking. It's going well. I did want to get your opinion on something. Yes. Um, I'm struggling right now with um, letting go of my clients that aren't fully invested in the process because they don't understand that this is a two person deal like we're a team it's are they not paying you <clears throat> yeah and that's well, what i wanted to understand Law, they pay <laughs> no but there's parts of the process where they have to communicate with me yes and i made the mistake or not the mistake i've learned from it that yeah. i don't have a clause in my contract that says you have this specific amount of time otherwise i am going to have to in this relationship. And you know what's so nice about that? You're learning. And mm -hmm. so now you learn, I need to add that to the contract. Yeah. And so the next Absolutely. deal you make, that would be a part of the contract. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the one thing I love about life. When I first started janitorial service, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised that I could see what to do when I needed to do it. Mm -hmm. Like why with bond. And so I want, that's why education messes you up because it, think, it makes you think you need a five-year plan. You need buku money. You need to do it this way and that way. All you need to do is what's in front of you, and you'll learn how to add to whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. So the contract deal, you just learn, I need to add this clause because some people are not going to, they're lazy. They won't get yes. involved, and I need to let them go, you know. So you yeah. just learn it. That's the beauty of being on your own like that. Mm -hmm. It is. So um, I guess that was really it, you clarified it for me because I did, I did actually see it that way where it's like, okay, this is happening. I'm not frustrated in the sense that I'm still getting paid. But the thing is, I don't want to work with someone like that. That's not, there's, what, what are we doing, you know? Because I can cash the check, but my client's not benefiting in the way that they should. Well, then let the client know you're not communicating, you're not doing yeah. what I'm telling you to do. Mm -hmm. And 
So you're not going to get the benefits you need to? Right. Either you can stay or you can leave. Just tell them. That's all. Be honest yeah. with them. Okay. Yeah, just be always be honest with your clients, mm-hmm. and they appreciate that. They really do. A lot of business people don't know that you, you're supposed to be honest. You know, yeah. they think they have to cover up a little bit. They have to hide something. They have to pretend. Be honest with the client. They appreciate that. Then they don't feel ripped off because right. nowadays you can't even trust. You can't trust the lawyer. You can't trust the mechanic. You can't trust the doctor. You can't trust because people are not honest. Be honest with your clients. Thankfully, I'm in a business that forces me to be in the state. Yeah, we have to be completely transparent. But like I said, those are little things I never thought of because I didn't anticipate those issues happening. But as I move forward, you're right. It does start to open up and, you know, I see how I need to revise things. And for the record, what kind of business you have? (laughs) I do credit repair. Are you ready for it yet? Huh? Are you ready for new clients? Oh, my God, I'm always ready for new okay. clients. What kind of business do you have? I just want the ones that cooperate. Um, <laughs> but, no, I do um, credit. I've never seen one that does. I I have some good ones. I do. Okay. But the ones that aren't, it's like, oh, okay. Okay. And real fast, what is it? How can uh, yeah, credit, credit rebuilding, credit repair. Um, I'm also wanting to add a component where I'm teaching people about credit because I want to deal with people that also want to learn how to just grow it. Right Not on. necessarily fix their mistakes. Right so. on. Amazing. Yes. Um, right here. What's, uh, are you a Christian? Oh, my God. I'm glad uh, to see where you've been. <laughs> uh, I've been Working or just, yeah, I haven't been able to be here. Right on. But, um, uh, are you a Christian? I am. What does it mean to be a Christian? Uh, for me, it would be just uh, allowing, a Christian is a person that, that allows God to dwell in them. A, a, a Christian is a person that allows God to dwell in them? Yeah. And what do you mean by that? Um, just a person that, that has a connection with God and that, you know, just um, actually takes the time to do that, I guess, to get to know God and to let God in their life. Right on. You've been sick, right? Yeah. You had the illegal alias disease? Yeah. I had I had a really bad... Are you fine now? You okay now? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm was glad like, to see you. I was down and out for about a week, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. Any questions about anything? Uh, no, no, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. Yes, Hermes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash in Calabasas. Who? Kobe Bryant. He died in a what? Helicopter crash. Who was Kobe Bryant? Why y'all yelling? The Lakers. <laughs> what? Like one of the greatest best players. He was young. He was very retired. Yeah. In case you want to comment, helicopter. Oh, okay. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a basketball win at the time? <laughs> so Kobe Brown was a basketball player, right? Yeah. L.A. Lakers. L.A. what? Lakers. Oh, is he still playing? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's an L.A. Laker basketball star. Uh, he retired about four years ago, uh, but he had, I think, Kobe Bryant. four rings. Was he the one that's married to the Mexican lady or something? Yeah. 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 And then 
And then he was cheating on his wife or something like that? Yeah. Oh. Issues back in Colorado. This is back him. in like 2002, 2003. Well, may his soul rest in peace. Yes. May his soul rest in peace. There you go. Yeah, may your soul rest in peace. Yeah. What, Irma? What? What's that? What happened? No, I was going to say, you said may your soul rest in peace. I said, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any questions? Yes. I recently had uh, a friend that just died, like, uh, this week and um, Wednesday. Um, and she's going to be speaking at the funeral, I think. Uh, what, Make what, sure you don't let Joel speak there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I know you've had probably experiences with doing, like, eulogies and stuff. And I was talking, you know, I, do you have any advice on what, what kind of stuff would you want to include in, like, a like a about someone's life or you know to tell the truth uh-huh. if it was a bomb it was a bomb and he died a bomb and he's probably in, in in bomb's place no tell the truth about it yeah a lot of people go oh he was so wonderful he was so loving everybody loved him and it's not true he's in heaven and you don't know that for sure mm-hmm. just be honest about it. whatever you want to say whatever comes to you yeah, whatever comes to yeah, heart. She's yeah. my bridesmaid, so we're best friends. Oh, there's a lady that died? Yeah. Oh, okay. She was hit by a truck in Long Beach. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just whatever comes to heart. Yeah, I'm just no going to make it funny. I want to, I know she'd want everybody to laugh, so I'm just... How old was she? She was only 32. Yeah, so whatever comes to heart. Her twin, she died on her twin's funeral anniversary that died nine years ago. We were just there nine years ago burying her twin so now hopefully they're together right peace. on yeah amazing anything else so you guys just came to here today you have no everybody have a wonderful life <laughs> everything is amazing right yes sir and then I'm gonna let you have the last word Um, I just want to answer your biblical question. Oh, yeah. Are you a Christian? Yeah. What is it? What does it mean to be a Christian? Um, to deal with things and point others to God. And just uh, to work hard and just be yourself. And I guess show love. Not emotional, but tough love. And, you know, just, I don't know. I guess, uh, I don't know, maybe... Not honoring yourself? Can you honor yourself? I don't know. Like, just, honor yourself? Yeah. What do you like mean? In, um, just like by pointing other people to God, like, can you be like grateful for that? Like, yeah. You know, when people, I mean, I, I'm so grateful when people overcome the hell. Yeah. And, um, cause obviously, you know, I've been, uh, I detail cars and then I pull cars out of the auction, but I've been Ubering a lot lately and I'm grateful that I can point others to God. Cause right. I do refer them to, YouTube and Bond and stuff. And people just sit there and be like, damn. <laughs> You're right, you know. And um, they, about, say, they say damn? Like, damn, like, they're just stuck in the <laughs> in the light, I guess. <laughs> they're like, you're right, you know. Yeah, and, right um, on, man. And um, I was talking to this lady who had a career of nursing and stuff, a pediatrician or something for babies. And she had two sons and... I guess she was divorced and stuff, and and then she recognized that she wanted more kids in a family, 
and the, and then you were right about that when you know how we were talking or she was talking to you and stuff all that yeah. went down and and then I'm like you wanted more kids and like yeah I wanted more kids how old are you now she's like I, I had my first son like at 40 and then her second son like at 42 and I guess it looked like to me to her like I saw her like she wanted more kids and stuff so yeah but I think being a Christian just pointing others to God and loving God right and doing what's God, what's right and yeah Daniel, what does it mean to be a Christian? You knew I could call you, right? <laughs> I think um, being able to see like the bad spirit in other people and being able to see the bad spirit in yourself. Is that what it means to be a Christian? And like, getting okay. that good spirit out. All right. <laughs> I got to ask Esteban because, you know, you know Esteban, right? You're the Holy One. Esteban, you're a Christian, right? I think so, hopefully. <laughs> What does it mean? To, you think you're not sure? No. You're not sure if you're a Christian or not? Mm. Oh. What does it mean to be a Christian, you think? I think it's to, like, give up your own will. Like, allow God to, like, show you what to do throughout the day. Instead of having, like, an agenda or thinking about what you're going to do. It's like giving up your own will. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um... For me, what I realized this more yesterday, for some reason, being a Christian is just being of love. Total love, no hate, no anger, none of that stuff. And it's amazing to live that way. Uh, and because God is love, and when you're of love, you have his nature. And everything just works on your behalf. And you can see where you couldn't see before. And life is easy. It's, um, it's not personal. And it's just all love. And it doesn't matter. I don't know what's going to happen with me today or tonight or anything. But you don't take anything personal. You don't hate anyone. You you stop believing all this crap in your head. And it just you just live. You really get to a point where you just live. And you're like totally satisfied with what's happening right in front of you right now. And when God said, come into my presence, that's what he meant. Live in the present because all life, whole life is in the present. It's not in your mind. It's not in the future. It's not in the past. Those things don't exist. And so what happens is you live in the present. And in his presence, there's nothing but love. He will never make you doubt yourself, make you worry. He will always, he got you. He'll take care of you. That's why he said, your earthly father, they do what they can for you. I would do even greater than what your earthly father would do for you. But you got to live in his presence. You got to be aware. You just stay there and do what's in front of you. Don't don't compare yourself to others. Don't um, don't want to be like anyone else. Just be you. There's nothing like being in the presence of God and being you, and be honest and fair with people. I I know a guy who um, you know how we talk about men to be over the woman, be strong and, and do the right thing, right? And so I know this guy who said, oh, I want a family. I want a family. He's like, but ain't no woman going to rule me. And I'm not going to marry an older woman or anything like that, right? And so I said, okay, you want a family? Just seek the kingdom of God, and he will add the woman unto you, and it will work out. The first thing the guy does, he go out and get an older woman who can't have children and date her. I'm like, well, I thought you wanted a family. I do. I just want a family. 
So why are you dating an older woman? And this woman happened to look just like his mother, too. Uh, an older woman, older than him. She can't have any kids. And he pretends he wants a family. But there's something else going on with him that he does not see or realize yet. And you can't make him see. You have to let people, you point it out, but don't resent them for it. Let them find out. They may have to suffer more. Because that does, does that make sense? You want a family, and you're telling other people, don't get involved with older women. Why would you run out and get involved with an older woman? And you can't have a family with them. Get to know yourself, or you'll be surprised. All right? Get to know yourself. And I do want to add, um, teach your children how to be responsible while raising them. Teach them to work. Don't just give to them. I was uh, I counseled with a, a father and a son um, this week, and they were recommending. And, and they, this family had gone to therapists and psychiatrists and psychologists and different religious programs and things like that, right? And the family just screwed up. I mean, just screwed up. The kids are messed up. The son having a rough time, just filled with anger. And they paid out all this money, and nothing is working. So they were recommended to me. And in one session, everything changed. Because we had an honest dialogue. I asked the son, what do you see the problem to be? And he spoke out of what he saw the problem to be, what's, what's happening with the parent. The husband and wife fighting, separating, or going through a divorce, all mess. But the son was able to see for himself what the problem was. And I said, you know, you've got to forgive them. I had, once I asked the son to speak up, then the father asked the father, what do you see? And the father was going on and on. And, and the son could see that, and the father couldn't help it. He's like, wow, that's interesting. I can see that. After all that they've been through, none of those people were able to help them. The son was 19, or is 19. But the father has not prepared him to work. The son is afraid to go out on his own because he has not been taught to work. He was taught to go to college, but he wasn't taught to work, to get an apartment, to pay bills, to deal with the issues of life. That's not love. Don't leave your kids like that. And then when they end up in jail on drugs and stuff like that, you want to blame someone else. But it's your fault because you were not a good example for them. How do you raise kids and not prepare them for the world? There's no guarantee that they're going to play football or, or tennis or whatever. But if they know how to work with their hands, they will always have food on the table and a roof over their head. They used to have trades. In this country, they used to teach you a trade. Trade school was everywhere. They need to bring those back. Because it's better to have a trade than to rely on some stupid piece of paper called degree. As long as you can work with your hand. And men are not supposed to be afraid to uh, go out at 18. Go and live your life. All right? And so this family was helped. And then I had an assurance about never, 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 ever, 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 ever tell a woman your problem. And right away the son was like, I like that shirt. <laughs> I want to get one. But you got to be honest. I say all that. When you, to be a Christian is to be of love of your father God. God is love. And Christ was like his father. And so as Christ is like the father, you believe the son. What he said about the father, you become that way too. You'll be of love. And you'll have an amazing life. Everything will change. All right? 
Just be a love. One last thing I want to tell you about. There was this guy by the name of Doug Atler. You know who he is? Yeah, I know him. He's a, is he, does he work for, um, tell us about him real fast for us. He worked for, yes, uh, yes, he worked for ESPN as a tennis announcer, and he yes. was the one that was announcing Venus's Williams, Venus Williams' tennis match, and uh, he referred to her style as guerrilla style warfare, and uh, everybody took it for G O R R I L L A instead of guerrilla fighting, and he was uh, fired from his job, and he had a heart attack and almost died. Yeah. He came, I, he met me here at the office one day, he came here. But, um, so he was fired from his job. He did nothing wrong. Because that term is a term in tennis. It's not an unusual term. Guerrilla war, whatever, right? And they fired him because he's white. They fired him. And then they apparently went to court, and they won in court. Everything was restored. The guy was be going back to work, doing the same thing he was doing before. They, they're still uh, treating him as though he's a racist. They call him a racist. And they, they won't, according to the report I just read last night, they won't let the guy work the way he was working prior to. They're still treating him as though he's a racist. The world is evil and the world is doomed. So you got to come out of the world. You can't look for the same solution they are looking for. All this education idea, it has its place, but it's not the answer. The answer is inside of you. The answer is getting married and fathers and mothers raising their children, men leading the way, being an example for God, teaching your kids to work and provide. Everything you're looking for is in you. It's not in the, it's not in the world. They're totally screwed up. And they'll make you dig a hole for yourself. Really, that's all they do. So look inside. Be aware of yourself. It'll all work out. And don't, don't follow the world. It doesn't work that way. The world is doomed, really doomed, all right? Look within yourself. Is this your, is this your first time here? Oh, good. Uh, any questions about anything? And then here. Um, no. How did you hear about us? Uh, my friends, Noel and Daniela. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Noel. Yeah. Any questions about anything? No, no questions. Anything you disagree with? No. Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Yes. You went to her? Yeah. Noel told you to do yes, that? Yes, Amazing. <laughs> and how was it? It was a lot easier than I thought. Oh, yeah? What happened? So you went there, and what happened? Um, I went to her and kind of explained. Um, I mean, I didn't explain much, but I forgave her for the way we grew up and everything yeah. that happened. And she took it really well. And um, and then I went to my dad and the same thing. Right on. And then she came into that conversation, and it was good. Yeah. Right on. Uh, are you married? No. Okay. Any questions about anything? Nope. Anything you disagree with? No. How about women don't marry an educated woman? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. You agree with that? Yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah. So you tell your sister another lady agrees. All right? Well, I'm glad you're here. Make sure you come anytime, all right? Okay, thank you. All right. Um, last word. Any more questions or anything while you... I do have a quick question. Okay. Is it... What do you think about this guy want a family, but he dating an older woman that can't have no family? And she already has a child. And he is a Christian. He's looking for his mother. He's what? Looking for his mother. Absolutely. He feels comfortable around her because it's like being around mama. Right. 100%. Mm -hmm. And you can't convince him. 
What the? <laughs> Go ahead. I say that now and people look at me. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> two really quick questions. Is it selfish of me to... I'm not going to just marry someone just to say that I'm married or to be with any guy. I've never been able to do that, and I'm not going to do it now. But I'd, I'd still like to have a family. Is it wrong of me to adopt? No. Okay. As long as you don't have a hatred in your heart and you don't hate your father and anyone, that love of God will work through you because there's no man between you and God. So he'll work through you to the children. Okay. Absolutely. And the other question was, when I forgave my mom, I forgave my stepfather. They have been married for 30 years, but he is 10 years younger than her. He's closer to my age than her age. Maybe you should take him then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I was more nervous about forgiving him because he, because he's so young, much younger than her. He's been, he leaves and comes back. He leaves and comes back. So I have no respect for him. Yeah. And so I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I really owe him. Um, I, I mean. I, he doesn't deserve it because he's he been... He doesn't deserve what? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Never he mind. doesn't deserve it. Sorry. Okay. Well, why was I so nervous about approaching him more than my mother? I don't because understand. Because it sounds like you have a real judgment upon him, right? But whatever, he, he's married to an older woman. He can't help himself. As you said about this other guy I talked to the other day who want a family, but he dating an older woman who already have kids or a child. He can't help it. He just can't see what he's doing. So you shouldn't disrespect him or respect him. Just know that he can't help himself. And don't hold it against him. He's married to his mother. And so don't have an, an, an opinion of him at all. Just see it for what it is, and maybe God will use you to help him. Maybe you can Talk to him. I be aren't you know? You just never know what may happen. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Don't don't judge the man. He literally cannot help it. Okay. And he can't handle your mother because she's older. She's his mother, and he he just can't handle. It. That's why he's in and out because he's not at peace with her. Right. He can't deal with her. Same way he could deal with a mother. We don't have a right to have an opinion of other people. We'll see it for what it is, but we'll see the spirit behind it. We will see what's driving them because we can see ourselves as well. So don't have a, and then maybe it's easier then to approach him, but you have an opinion of him, you've judged him. That makes sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. God, um, as, as crazy as we are, he loved us enough to bring us back in. He didn't judge us for it. And likewise, we should treat others the same way. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming all the way from Georgia this morning. And, and I fly uh, in two hours. How many? I fly in two hours. Oh, you do fly in two hours? Fly back. Wow, that's amazing. 
Uh, well, I'm glad you came. And thanks for bringing the, is it walnuts? Raylene's and uh, pecans, Georgia pecans. Ooh, don't go in my office, Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Any other questions, anything? So do the silent prayer, right? And just let yourself be. When you get into those thoughts, just know that they are not from God. And when situations happen, do not, do not, do not panic. The worst thing to do is panic. The best thing to do is be still. And if you listen to the voices, you're feeling fear and Satan is telling you, go get a wagon, go do this. Don't do it. Because he's making you create another situation. He really is. But just wait through it, and it'll work itself out. Be still and know God in everything. He will guide you. Satan wants you to panic. He wants you to be still. All right? Just do the silent prayer. Be aware and be honest and speak up. You'll be surprised. The world will hate you for it. Because the world is crazy. The world is doomed. All right? Um... Uh, is this your first time here? No. Oh, okay. How you doing? Okay. Uh, how you doing, man? Life is going well? Any questions about anything? No, sir. Oh, okay. I'm glad to see you. Thank you. Do you have any questions? Okay. That's all right. You're black. <laughs> well, you're actually black. Even though you look white. No, it's fine. But anyway, I want to, uh, we're still looking for the building. I saw a building yesterday that I saw from the outside, and the realtor going to show it to me this week. Uh, it's right down the road, and it looked from the outside, it looked perfect for what we need. It has a lot of parking place for the employee parking, and when visitors come, you can park. So I let you know. I called him up and said, "Hey, I would love to see uh, inside the building, but it's going to happen. You guys have helped make it possible, and we'll just keep you updated as it's happening. All right." Um, any meetings this week, Hermes? What's that? Any meetings this week? No meetings, but we have, there's an event on Tuesday. It's not a bond event, but we're, there's a rally in front of Adam Schiff's office Tuesday at 12 noon. Okay. It's a protest against Adam Schiff and the people. So we've got some information here if you guys are interested. Who put it on? Bond action. Oh, okay. So Tuesday in Glendale, right? Burbank. In Burbank. In front of the uh, so if you guys want to help make some signs, you can use that. So let me know. Bond action, doing it. Oh, what a time, what a time. <laughs> All right, I want you to know I appreciate you. And just relax. Let anger go, speak up. It is happening. You are growing. He is taking care of you. Go his way and not the world way. Oh, yeah, James, you had one more you want. Yeah, real fast. Um, super chats from on YouTube from Mark M Mark Minch, Mario Uvaldo supporting the building fund, Giovanni A, JJ Money, Coldberger Art who comes to meetings sometimes, L Finn a couple of them from L Finn, Ignacio Sardinata from Mexico thank you, L Finn again L Finn, Sir Sirlo Me Media or Media, J Rock. Giovanni A, Sunshine Giltner, Jimmy Morgan says, so James was right, be like Jesus. Thank you. Super chat. Amazing. 
Jarani Beck Anderson gave from Norway. And thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, one last thing. No matter what you're going through, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, or fear or doubt, relax, all right? Don't judge yourself for being that way. And don't let Satan convince you that God is not with you. You are changing, all right? And no one told me this. I had to, and just as no one told me, you can know for yourself, too. I'll just allow things to happen now. And the more I grow, the more I'm like, wow, that's cool. It worked out, right? So just give it a try. Don't freak out with your mind. Satan set you up, all right? Just relax. Uh, remember the, the the young man that was scared? Uh, what's your name? Duran. Duran. Remember he said he was nervous? Now he has a podcast. He's like talking to people on the street. Isn't that right? Yeah. What's the name of your podcast? Ward on the street. Ward on the street? Yeah, my last name is Ward. Oh, and he's so good. We're going to play some uh, clips of it on the show this week. Are you guys going to play it? Yeah. Oh, cool. He that shy, huh? <laughs> But he's really good. I saw this video of him talking to people on the street. I'm like, wow. It is so... Have you seen it, Nick? Where's Nick? Oh, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. How you like it? Pretty good. Looks yeah, like other so men good. on the streets I've seen looks pretty professional. Yeah, very good enough to play on the show. It's so interesting. Yeah, so, I, um, I just bought a new camera, so hopefully the quality gets better with time. Yeah, it will. It's fine. All right, so thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, support Bob. Go to rebuildingtheman.com. Also, um, apparently we've been shadow banned or something like that, right? To the point that if you type in my name, you can holler, find it, I'm being told. Isn't that right, Ruben? Yeah? So what should people do? Should they? So make sure those who already know about us, you tell people about it, tell them how to find us. What else? And maybe uh, subscribe to our backup channels like on BitChute, and we'll have other ones up on JLP Talk. Yeah. And don't freak out because it's normal that the children of Satan will stop the truth from getting out, right? They want to try. And why should they help you get the truth out? They don't like the truth, so I'm not upset that they're doing it because that's what you expect from evil. It's there to destroy you. It's there to stop you. We good have to overcome evil. So we just have to work together and get the message out and let people know where to go and what to look for. Uh, all right? Because they, they re- all three of the channels are shadow banned. James said that they were blacklisted or something. So it's pretty serious. But just get the word out. God is with us and it's still going to work out one way or another. All right? So thank you all for coming today. I absolutely appreciate it. And thank you, folks. Bye. So we're going to do a quick offering here.